Hey everyone, it's Jamel Gibbs, your family-oriented entrepreneur. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is the Business and Investing Podcast, where you learn all things business and investing related. Now, part of being in business is taking care of your body, right? If you're taking care of your physique, then it's my firm belief that you can accomplish anything. You know, years ago, um, I used to do natural bodybuilding competitions. You know, my last show was in 2004. And um, I actually won the overall for that particular show. If you watch my recent video that I just put out a couple of days ago, about a week ago at this point, um, somewhere mid-video, I had a picture of one of my bodybuilding competitions and I was holding a trophy. Uh, that one was uh, Natural Mr. New York City. Huge accomplishment in my life. And um, you know, I use those same principles from bodybuilding to apply it towards building a business. I believe that if you can uh, go through a bodybuilding competition, go through what it takes to uh, even enroll into a bodybuilding competition and have that type of physique, you can accomplish anything. So the way you take care of your health and fitness applies to all aspects of your life. Now, I know this is an investing channel. I know that uh, this podcast is more based on business, but to me, if you don't take care of your health, then you're not going to be able to enjoy your financial resources as well. So I'm going to start opening up some other things that I believe will help you in your business in general. Some more uh, life things, let's call it that, life things that you need to understand in order to be able to have a well-rounded life, even outside of business. So you can enjoy your life. You can enjoy your family, right? I have videos on my channel uh, where, you know, my wife and I, it's called Married to an Entrepreneur. Check out that playlist. But we talk about family things, right? Because having a well-rounded family affects your business as well. Um, a lot of th different things. It, it's more than just business. It's about life and being able to live a fulfilled life. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring... Long-time friend, uh, natural bodybuilder, uh, expert bodybuilder, expert uh, fitness trainer, does plenty of different things, does a, a, a huge amount for the fitness community. He's actually my current bodybuilding coach, uh, fitness and training coach. I wanted to bring him on board because um, what he's going to share with us today is going to help you to make a transition wherever you are in your, your fitness journey or your business journey or your whatever journey you're on, the health and fitness aspect of that journey is super important for you to be able to uh, really be fulfilled at the end of the day. Kevin Richardson, what's going on, man? I'm good, Jamel. I'm good. So good to see you and, you know, pleasure to be here. Likewise, brother. So it's been a long time, man, um, that you, you've been doing this. I know you started bodybuilding at a, a really young age. We'll talk about that in just a moment, but uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, and then we'll kind of jump into why what we're going to talk about is important. Absolutely. My name is Kevin Richardson, and as Jamel you know, said, I'm a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer now for the better part of 32 years, and over that period of time, I've also competed at, alongside Jamel, actually, back in those days as a natural bodybuilder. And I've had the privilege of being, you know, a successful personal trainer. I've worked with UNICEF, 
I've worked with celebrities. I've had the honor of, you know, literally training, you know, over a thousand people over the past 30 years. And I am considered to be one of the world experts in high intensity training. That's right, man. You know, one thing I will say about Kevin, and he's being really humble in that introduction. Uh, this guy is, what are you, 48, 49 at this point, Kevin? 48. 48. 48. Every year he posts a new picture on Facebook. <laughs> and this year I said, I got to reach out to Kevin. <laughs> this guy looks better every single year. And he's doing it naturally. And it's unbelievable, right? 48 years old, you would never think Kevin was 48. Trust me, uh, if, if you want to become friends with him on Facebook, I'm not sure if you post that stuff on Instagram or not. Sure. But look at his pictures. Every single birthday he has, he posts a new picture, and he looks better than the year before. It's the fountain of youth, right? Yeah, it, it, it exactly is. And, you know, to, to tie in with what you're talking about in terms of investment, I mean, the majority of my clients, I do train some celebrities, but the majority of my clients are CEOs. The majority mm -hmm. of them and they recognize that it's important that you have that foundation of discipline and you also have that foundation of health because like you said if you don't have your health number one you're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor but number two hard work takes practice mm -hmm. and hard work isn't easy to practice and one of the things about taking the time out to work out, to really go to the gym, to really push yourself, is that you're you're getting yourself accustomed to the idea of doing what's uncomfortable. And I always say this: people tell me, Kevin, you know, how do you be successful, you know, as a personal trainer or anything else? And you're around all these successful people. What do you all have in common? It's the same thing. You do what's uncomfortable to get to where you want to get to. Because staying where you are. All you have to do is keep on doing what you're doing. If you want to go further, if it's business, if it's your physique, it doesn't matter. You have to push it. And as far as like natural bodybuilding is concerned, most people, they go to the gym, they work out, they look okay, and they say, all right, this is all right. And then they kind of settle for it. What I try to do, I try to show what it looks like when you push. That's why I post that picture, you know, the pictures oh. on a regular basis as I get older. So you can see that. The more you do, the more you pay into yourself, the more it rewards you. And it's not about the look. The look is the externals, but the internals are what matters. The internals being the fact that you're able to, to be present in your life, the fact you're able to enjoy your life, the fact that you're never tired. I mean, I, I don't have coffee. I don't drink alcohol. I don't need anything like that because, you know, you wake up and you're, you're kind of happy and energized all the time. And it takes a while to, to get that because, of course, when you're young, it's about the abs, about the biceps. But as you get older, you start realizing, wait a minute, you know, it's about something longer than that. This is a marathon we're doing. It's not the sprint. Sprint is great. But at some point, you start pacing yourself and realizing, well, I got some years to go and I want to make sure that quality years. So, you know, you know, just before we hopped on this this podcast, I was telling you exactly what you were just talking about. I said, Kevin, it's been a month. You know, it's going on a month at this point. I said, I feel incredible. I'm not tired. I don't even have to have coffee. Everything that you just said, I repeated it. And at the end of the day, I, I haven't felt like this in years, man. And I've had personal trainers over the years and they were good as well. But there's something there's something special about, you know, someone who understands what it's like to be over 40. I don't feel like um, you know, I'm about to turn 42 in a few weeks. And I'm like, 
you know, the way I was working out before, it was taking a toll on my body. Um, now I actually feel fulfilled. Just work, I'm working out less, eating, you know, a little less than what I was before, but I feel incredible. And that's, you know, this is kind of what I was looking for. I can do this long term. I told my wife, I'm going to eat like this for the rest of my life because of the way I feel. You know what I mean? So um, how did you end up in health and fitness in the first place, Kevin? Well, that's a that's an interesting story. I was um, I was a really skinny kid. I was 125 pounds. I was six feet tall. Mm. And, you know, I come from a family of bodybuilders. My dad was a bodybuilder. My brother was a bodybuilder. There was a, you know, my backyard was a gym where all the guys back in Trinidad today where I grew up went on to be competing in the Mr. Universe competitions. They started off in my backyard. And so I'm surrounded by all this, you know, this bodybuilding. And I love comic books, which is why, you know, I dress like this all the time. And I would see these comic book characters in the pages. And I always wanted to, to have that look. But something wasn't clicking. I, I needed some sort of a motivation to do this. And then when I was about eight years old, I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator. And I remember him standing up and something just kind of clicked and said, all right, that's what I want to look like. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. And so when I was 14 years old, I'm, I was old enough to go to the gym and start working out. I was second. My mom said it was okay for me to go to the gym. I was in there and I went in there, you know, all out six days a week training, you know, hour every time. And I, I didn't see much results. I was expecting to you know, to blow up, to look like Arnold. I expected to look at the guys in the magazines and I could kind of extrapolate and realize that that was not going to happen. Like, mm -hmm. I was on a path that was getting me better and bigger. Yes, but that type of size, that type of look wasn't going to happen. And as I got a little bit older and I got a little more indoctrinated into the gym culture and kind of taken in by everybody else in the gym, they started telling me, you know, how it works, which is, you know, drug use. It's about drugs. And for me, coming from the place that I came from, which was a very spiritually oriented place in that, you know, yes, I wanted to look like a superhero. Yes, I wanted to have that physique. Yes, I wanted to be able to walk and, you know, have that, that, that sense of, you know, being imposing, especially in Trinidad, you know, as a kid, you know, it's a dangerous place growing up back in those days, some of those areas, you want to have that. But to me, you know, you think about, and even at that young age, what price the prize? And, you know, this was a path I was going to walk. My body is a gift that I was given. It's a sacred gift. And if you're given a sacred gift, you can't abuse it. You have to take care of it, no matter what. You have to be, you know, uncompromising in your integrity. And I would, I would do this thing when I was a kid, and I still do it to this day, which is I would talk to myself in the future. I would try to imagine what I was like at 30 years old. What would the 30-year-old self say to me to make decisions as to what I should do. Cause you know, you had all those guys saying, you know, take this drug, take that drug, take this drug, take that drug. And that 30 year old guy, he seemed happy. He seemed really happy and he wasn't using any drugs. And maybe he wasn't a Mr. Olympia. Maybe he wasn't the best bodybuilder on the planet, but he was happy. He was whole and he could hold his head high and say, whatever I have is from the hard work that I put in. And my thing was, okay, so I may never be Mr. Olympia, but I'm going to put the work in and I'll see where it goes. And back then, especially in Trinidad, there were no natural bodybuilding competitions. So I had essentially made the decision because I wanted to compete as a bodybuilder 
to never place first, to never be able to stand up on stage and blow everyone away. I, I, I resigned myself to, I have to start focusing on me just being better than I was yesterday. Mm. That has to be my trophy. Every day when I wake up, I got to make sure I did all the work I needed to do so that whatever it is, that the next day, when the next, when the sun rises the next day, I'm a little better than I was before. And, you know, I discovered a whole different way of training. I stopped listening to anybody in the gym, did my own thing. I started working, you know, at high intensity training. I went from training six days a week to three days a week. Mm. I trained for about 15 minutes. And of course it sounds, you know, absurd, but it was what was really working. And it's what I started doing with my clients. And I kind of made this bubble around myself where I wasn't focused too much on the results. I was focused on process because what I found was when I started weight training, when I started lifting weights, was that everything got better. Mm -hmm. I was heavily into martial arts. I've been doing martial arts since I was nine. I started studying ninjutsu when I was 14. I've been teaching ninjutsu since I was 17 years old. And everything just got yeah, everything just got better. I mean, just so much better. I got, I got faster and my, my, I got faster in my techniques. I thought I would maybe slow down. That didn't happen. My endurance went up, but not just that. There was a sense of, and it's hard to describe. And I, I like to put it in, in, in superhero terms because I feel that the superhero metaphor is something we're going to relate to. It's almost like you're bulletproof. Mm. You have this sense where you're walking around and you just feel, you just feel complete in yourself and you feel that you know no matter how hard life will be how bad today might be i'll be okay and i i like that and i love the fact that in the gym every single time i went to the gym you get to get to that place where you're really at that limit you're really like pushing yourself above and beyond and you're getting used to pushing yourself above and beyond and for me ninjutsu was the beginning of learning that i could do a lot more than i thought and the gym was the perfect outlet for that. I could go in there, I could put a weight on that bar, and if I thought I can get twenty reps, it means I could get thirty reps. Right. Just had to just have to do it. Don't think about it, just do it. It's uncomfortable, it's hard, but just do it. And then the reward, you know, the reward was fine, you're looking better, but the reward was really just that that feeling, that sense that I did everything possible. And that kind of started to to to, to take away from the idea of, you know, just being big and being cut and being muscular. And I came to the U.S. When I came to the U.S. and I went to Fifth Avenue Gym, which is where we met, yep. which is which was the mecca of natural bodybuilding in the United States. And they told me about natural bodybuilding competitions. And I said, these things actually exist. And they were like, yeah, sure. And I was like, sign me up. And that was that was the beginning of, of my natural bodybuilding you know, journey. I had no idea it existed, but had I not gone down that path of saying, I'm going to focus on the idea of integrity and that I'm not going to go down the easy path. I'm not going to take drugs. I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. I'm going to go on my own power. And as far as, as far as, you know, being able to be successful in natural bodybuilding, I, I look back at that kid and I'm thankful to that kid, that kid mm -hmm. version of myself who was at least mature enough to make those decisions. And I think that as someone who from a very young age got used to the idea that hard work and integrity equals results from a business standpoint, and I've even done, I've even done, um, I've been flown out several times. 
as a guest speaker for um, for BNP, mm-hmm. um, BNP Financial Services. And one of the, the speak, speaking engagements that they flew me up was, was, you know, the businessman as an athlete, because it's the same thing. That's an right. athlete has to practice, but an athlete, if an athlete wants to be an elite athlete, has to practice more than everybody else, mm-hmm. has to practice harder than everybody else, has to have a routine, has to have a routine, but also based on taking care of themselves because the athlete realizes that their body is essentially their instrument that they need to do for whatever sport it is, whatever activity it is to succeed. And in business, people tend to forget that. They tend to forget that the instrument driving you forward is the one, you know, that allows you to speak. It's the one you're breathing with. That's right, man. And a lot of people tend to focus directly on the money aspect of business. And like you said, they forget about everything else because there's a lot more in order to really live a fulfilled life. Uh, and that's kind of why I wanted wanted to introduce this stuff to the channel and to people who are looking to get started in business or who's currently in business. Because uh, if you add different aspects of success into your life, you'll live a well-rounded life and have a well-rounded business as well, man. Uh, what type of mindset shift does it take in order to be able to accomplish this stuff? I think you have to you have to start from a place of being able to accept failure. Yep. You have to be able to get to that place where you're used to falling on your face. Mm-hmm. If you're not used to falling on your face, you're not gonna you're not gonna go in those places and take those paths that no one has cleared. You're not gonna take those roads that no one has paved. You're always gonna stay on the easy side, the easy side, the easy side. It's only so far you'll go. One of the things about training is that, like I said, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to train. Absolutely. You know, both of us, you know, where we could train, if we could train every single day, every hour of the day, we would, we don't, but if we could, we would. But when you train, you know, you break down mm-hmm. at the end of that workout, you know, you're, you're humble. There's a, there's a humility that comes to it. And I think that that humility that we get when we train and no matter how hard we push, the iron always stays, the iron's always fine. We're the ones at the end of the day who are messed up. The iron is fine. But from being in that place, from getting to that 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 vulnerable place mm-hmm. and putting yourself out there, putting everything into it, that's how you go forward. And and you know, in business, that's how it works. Yep. There's no there's no shortcuts. It, it's just you have to have that mindset of doing what's uncomfortable because whatever field you're in, there's gonna be a lot of things that you love to do. That's right. But it's gonna be a lot of things that you don't like to do. And if you aren't able to do things you don't like doing, doesn't matter how much you like doing the other things, you're not going to do them, which means you're not going to go forward. That's right, man. So what obstacles do you think our listeners will face when it comes to making a transition into taking better care of themselves in order to be better business professionals? Number one is time. It's Mm. always time. There's never enough time. You know, if you ask people, you know, what's the number one reason why they don't work out? It's because they don't have enough time. That's right. And one of the things that I've been able to do, which is why I work with so many um, entrepreneurs and CEOs, is that the workouts I do, it lasts for 10, 15 minutes, three times a week. And that's all you need. And we're not talking about, well, that's what you need to go, you know, at a low level, just lose a little bit of weight, you know, put a little muscle on. That's what you need if you want to be at an elite level. 
Everything else, as far as what you do with it, it's up to you and how much you put into it in terms of your diet. But as far mm -hmm. as actual training, you don't need that much. And we need to kind of bring that message out there because let's be honest, there's a lot of guys, a lot of women out there who are looked upon in social media and in the fitness industry as the icons of fitness, but they're not successful. Right. They're not successful because they spend all the time in the gym. You can't be successful if you're just in the gym, working out, taking care of yourself all the time, all the time. Yep. How, how rounded are they? What's their family life like? I've worked with so many bodybuilders at the very top level. And one of the things that made me also never regret my decision to use steroids and go that way is that when I met these guys, when I met these women, they weren't where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. With the exception of, you know, Lee Haney, who I think was able to, 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 to navigate that idea of family first while still being able to be, you know, successful as a, as a bodybuilder, it's just not something that you see out there. That's right. And I would, you know, I have, you know, I have, we have a blended family of, of, of I have four kids and one stepson. There's no trophy that I would ever trade for the experiences that I've had with them and the importance also of showing them that if you are going to take a path, there are going to be times when you want to want to stray from that path because mm -hmm. you can get what you want in the moment. But integrity is stay on that path no matter what, even if it means that you're going to have to, you don't have to get less because in the end, less doesn't exist. It's an illusion. It's something that distracts us. You have to try to find a way to make everything you do spiritual. And if you have time for your business, you have time to make money, you have to have time to take care of yourself. Because if you're going to take care of your family, you've got to take care of yourself. That's if right. you don't know how to take care of yourself, you can't take care of your family. Oh. You know, I worked in social services for 17 years. I worked with the formerly homeless. And, you know, people will always, you know, ask me, you know, what you know, what would you do? You know, how did you allow you, how did you work with people with mental illness and substance abuse? How did you help them? What did you really do to help them? The number one thing I did to help them was take care of myself because I understood if I wasn't in a sound place, I couldn't help anybody. That's right, man. You know, it's kind of funny. I, I just mentioned a video a little while ago where I talked about some of the, I, I called it the cheat code video, right? The cheat code to success. Notice how this conversation is going, guys. Everybody listening to this uh, podcast or watching this on any other uh, video platforms, notice how this conversation is going. It sounds exactly like my principles, right? So I, I specifically said in that video, I said, if you're not taking care of yourself, how can you take care of your family? So my health and fitness comes before my family, right? Um and that way, I know that I have the capacity to take care of them. So really, it's an unselfish thing that I exercise, that I take care of my nutrition, because it's really going to benefit them in the mm -hmm. long run, right? So the reason I bring that up is notice the type of people I surround myself with as well. So you're, 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 the people you surround yourself with are, are generally going to be like you. You surround yourself with successful people you become successful. You surround yourself with like-minded people. You think alike. I didn't even have to, I didn't have this conversation. I didn't have to bring this up to Kevin. He said it himself. 
but he mentioned one of the key principles that I talked about in that video. This is bigger than just real estate. This is bigger than just business, right? This is about understanding what it takes to become super successful and being around the types of people that are like you as well so that you can improve yourself. And bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding does that. You, you, you're literally improving yourself mm -hmm. and then everything else around you. You know That's what I mean? Right. And, you're, and you're around people who are on that same path. And when you, one of the best things for me was competing as a natural bodybuilder because it you made do. me realize I wasn't on my own. It wasn't just yeah. me. There are other people on this path as well. You know, we are going together. I'm not this crazy kid doing yep. this thing kind of lost in the wilderness. You know, there's a community of it and community is important and you have to have a good community. You, you know, there's a, a saying in Spanish, you know, dime con quien anda, yo te diré quien es, which is, you know, you tell me who someone walks with and I'll tell you who he is. Mm. And so it's important that you walk with people who are on that path. And, you know, coming back to, to taking care of yourself, a lot of people, especially women sometimes will feel like, well, if I take care of myself, I'm taking away time from my family. Mm -hmm. doesn't work that way. It's the other way around. Taking right. care of yourself means you can take care of your family. And, you know, family is uh, an important route in it. And people ask me all the time about, about my career and, you know, what I did and I've, I've, what I've been able to do over the years. And they say, you know, well, what was the motivating factor? Like, you have all these kids, you know, five kids. They're like, if you didn't have those kids, you know, how much further along would you be? And I'm always shocked when they ask me that. And they're like, <laughs> you're not getting it. That's right. If I didn't have these kids, I wouldn't be doing this. That's right. I would have been, I would have been relaxed. I would have been laid back. I wouldn't have been working hard. But every single time that the going gets rough, because you have the fact that you have family to take care of, and you want to make sure that they have more than what you had, you push. That's every right. time I'm in the gym, I'm in the gym. I'm working out. It's getting hard. I don't really want to do that next set. I got a family to take care of. I got to take care of this because this is going to take care of them. So I, it helps me push through it. it if, you, if you put everything together and I think that what I, what I always talk about is, you know, unifying everything, making everything, not just physical, but spiritual. Think about it from a different plane because it's, it's, it's bigger than us. You know, you mentioned, you know, that this is bigger than real. It's bigger than all of us. This is about something that you're really, really tapping into. It's what makes you fundamentally at peace with yourself mm. at the end of the day in a place of contentment. I'm not talking mm. about you're happy all the time, but contentment where no matter what happens, you're good. Yep. You know, you're in a really good place. And that's something that, you know, if I could take people, you know, and, and put them in my body, they'd be happy for five seconds because they look like me. If I could take people and have them do what I do, which anyone can do, they'd be happy for the rest of their lives. You know, it, it, again, man, you sound just like me, man. You know, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. They say great minds think alike, and it, it, it's true, man. Because you, if you watch any of my any of my stuff, you'll see the conversation is generally the same. The key components are still the same. You know, even even myself, I have five kids as well. Um, everything that I do benefits them at the end of the yeah. day. So it's never about us. It's about what what are we doing to help benefit. We're putting the weight of the world on our shoulders and saying, mm -hmm. okay, we got this mm -hmm. and we're going to pull you right on, on, right on up with us. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that's what this is all about. That's yep. the key motivating factor. That's the ultimate goal.
when you can help other people make accomplishment in their lives, have a better life, then you've, you've really reached the pinnacle of uh, your success at that point. And I think that's, you know, what, what, you, what you're saying is, is it's, it's straight on, but it contradicts the traditional idea of the entrepreneur, which is I, this very self-centered mm-hmm. man or woman who's just trying to take care of themselves. No, no, no. Listen, we've been on this planet for hundreds of thousands of years. Yep. And the successful human being for all that time, and even to today, is the one who understands the importance of community. Mm-hmm. the importance of selflessness. I mean, I, you know, I'm a personal trainer. I work with, you know, a very, very affluent population of very successful men and women, which is why I have a part of my, of my, of my training service and business devoted to charity, mm-hmm. making sure people who cannot afford personal training and who need the services just as much as somebody who has a lot of money does has access to it. That's important. If you're not, if you're not focused on serving your community and helping your success help broaden the success and help people realize the dreams in your community, you're not, you're not in the right place. And it's only so far you can go. Financially, you may do all right. How's your family going to be? How are your relationships with your friends going to be? How are you going to sleep at night? All these things, all these troubles can, come, can, can just literally be gone by just doing something similar, which is being unselfish. That's but right. again, being unselfish, it sounds like a contradiction because you know, we're talking about fitness and taking care of ourselves, but it's not. That's the whole point of it. Being unselfish also means that you know, sometimes I don't want to take care of myself. I don't want to eat properly, but I have an obligation, number one, to take care of people. You know, if I'm going to pull the world, the world is heavy. Yeah. I got to lift some weights and make sure these guns are able to, you know, able to pull it. Yeah. I have to do the work. Got to do the work. And, you know, like you said, it's not just, it's not just, not just us. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I had the, I had the, the honor of meeting him once and I was, I was completely taken by the fact that he sounded just like Arnold Schwarzenegger, looked just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was almost like, it was like someone doing a parody of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, you know, for all the, the, the things about, about, about Arnold, you, know, you look at someone who was an immigrant who came to America you know, end up being the governor of California. And I remember as someone, you know, I came from Trinidad, I had $500 in my pocket mm-hmm. when I came here. How uh, old you came here, by the way? I was 20 years old, pregnant mm-hmm. wife, pregnant wife, $500 in my pocket. And I said to myself, Arnold Schwarzenegger took the hard work equals success lessons. Came to America with nothing. And look where he got. So I told mm-hmm. myself, you know what? I got nothing to worry about. Yep. I train just as hard, if not harder, and I will train just as hard. I will take care of myself. I'll do whatever I have to do, not the other. And I'm going to do something that I don't need. I don't. I'm going to do one more thing, which is I'm going to make sure I stay focused on my community. And I've, you know, I've been really blessed to have been able to help so many people with what I, I do. And for me, it's all about whatever I learn, and you know, all the years of training people and. And, and, and you know the nutrition aspects of it, the training aspects of it. My, the only thing that I really could say I was concerned about mm-hmm. is if I die tomorrow, there's so much that I know that will go with me. And so my life work is about doing whatever I can to share it as much as possible. And mm-hmm. it's not just the community, it's my family. You know, in our 
just like you. I have a gym right here in my house mm -hmm. where I live. My wife works out here. All my kids work out here. Yep. You know, this is this is not just something that you do on the side. This is who we are. Who right. we are is about self-improvement. Who we are is about sometimes get to push the limits a little bit. You know, it's not about the abs, not about being great shape. All those things come afterwards. It's just about having that mindset of, you know, we're going somewhere. That's right, man. So let's talk about some of the key principles that our listeners can take, how, that they can use in order to be able to go from where they are to where they want to go at this point. Like, what are some of the things that they can do? Maybe three to five steps. Number one, make time. I didn't say take time. Make time to take care of yourself. Mm. Tell yourself, half hour, three times a week, you're going to start working out. Okay? The other thing you're going to do is you're going to accept the fact that you're working out is going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable physically. You're going to be sore when you first start off. Eventually, you get into it, you're going to love it. But when you start off, it's going to be uncomfortable. But also, schedule-wise, it's going to be uncomfortable. There are things that you used to do you may not have time for. But you have to make that time. Put that time aside. Put that time aside two times a week. And then what you do, the last and most important thing is control. Start to focus on controlling your eating. Now, eating has been, and nutrition has been taken into this really complex mm -hmm. um, idea of how it should be. Whereas we've been eating very, very well on our own, like I said, for hundreds of thousands of years. Stop the alcohol, get rid of the processed foods, and only eat to the point where you're satisfied. That's really all you need to do. That's it. Like literally, if everyone did, if everyone just did that, I wouldn't have a job anymore. And I'd be the happiest man on the planet. If I, if no one ever needed me ever again, I'd be the happiest man on the planet, like a superhero. Any superhero who didn't have to fight crime anymore because crime didn't exist anymore, would be happy. And I think that's kind of how, you know, that's, it's really just that simple. Yep. Get rid of the processed food, I think is a huge one. Uh, the problem is we have so much processed food these days, people think it's normal to have that. Mm -hmm. that you know, people gain weight because of it. So the protein amount and all of that stuff, how much does that matter in this whole equation? It, it does. You want to have, you want to have a pre- dominantly high protein diet mm -hmm. and you want to keep your carbohydrate levels moderate. So okay. high protein, moderate, pro moderate carbs, moderate fats. Gotcha. That's it. And, and really just, just, you know, nothing more complicated than that. Just keep it simple. And honestly, training three days a week, you know, I, I was a huge advocate before I started training with Kevin about a month ago, huge advocate of, you know, five, six days a week of training. Mm -hmm. I have to be honest, man, you know, there were days I couldn't do it because I had a lot going on, but you get burned out. But more so than that, you know, I'm, I'm okay with training five, six days a week. What was really getting me was my joints, you know, the aches and pains and things like yep. that, trying to, trying to keep up with it because I'm training every body part twice a week. Now I could train my whole body in just three days, mm -hmm. 20 minutes, 20 minute workouts, get the entire, and this, and this, I don't want you guys to discount this type of workout because it is extremely difficult. And I've been training for years. This is hard. This is probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Trying to complete a workout in 20 minutes is really yep. hard. Yep. Can't even push. I have to be honest, man. I can't even push the same amount of weight 
Mm-hmm. I was pushing before. I had to lighten the weight up. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel incredible. I really do. And you can see the difference in my energy level. You can see the difference in my body. You know, so follow these three to five steps. You know, you got to get your mind right. Get your mind in the game in order to be able to do this at the end of the day. But, you know, if you really want to take it to the next level, this is where you have to take it. You, this is where you have to bring yourself to be able to make everything else work. Now, Kevin, if uh, our listeners wanted to get in contact with you, how, how can they do that? Well, you can go to my website, naturallyintense.net. And of course, you can find me too on Instagram, Naturally Intense. You can find videos, you know, print videos of me on YouTube. Again, look up Kefferson, Naturally Intense. You know, I try to be everywhere. So I try to be as much as possible, you know, just like you try to spread the good word as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to link all of that in the description box for you guys so that you can uh, go ahead and um, you know check Kevin out as well. I'm also going to link Kevin as one of my favorite pages on my YouTube page. Um, so that you guys, you know, if you can't find the links in the description box, which you should, then go to my channel and just check, check the, uh, featured pages and you'll find Kevin there. Fantastic information, fantastic page. I've been going through the stuff myself. Um, and I think that you should reach out. You know, I think that this is definitely going to help you guys, not only in a physical sense, but in a, uh, mental sense to be able to carry carry it over into your business as well super super important i can't tell you how much bodybuilding over the years has helped me succeed in life in general and uh again if you can do that if you can create the discipline that bodybuilding allows you to create in yourself then you're going to be able to carry that over into your business because your business is going to your business is going to command discipline from you in order to be able to make it work. And the problem is a lot of people lack the discipline it takes to be able to really become the better version of their, of themselves in order to really catapult their lives into something that, you know, can be honestly special, you know, so I'm going to highly recommend you guys check the links in the description box, visit Kevin's page, learn as much as you can reach out to him. You know, have a conversation with them, um, and maybe always even, happy. Absolutely, and, and maybe even, you know, I signed up a month ago for the program. Check out the program; it's fantastic. It's hard. It's not easy. I'm not expecting you guys already know how. You know, when I put out information, I'm specifically telling you it's going to be hard because nothing is easy in life. Don't don't let anybody tell you any different. Building a business is hard. Getting in shape is hard. Having a family is hard. Sticking to a spiritual routine is hard, right? But if you stick with it, you'll be a better version of yourself at the end of the day. So reach out, all right? Have a conversation. Do what you got to do. It takes a coach and it takes discipline to be able to accomplish what the coach provides for you. But it builds integrity, like, like Kevin said, right? It builds the success that you need in order to be able to live a fulfilled life. So make sure that you guys reach out. Uh, are you are you reading any books right now or can you recommend any uh, books that can help mindset wise or whatever you feel benefited you throughout your career? Um, that's a difficult one. I mean, mm. I, I, um, 
when it comes to when it comes to self help books out there, I tend to I tend to shy away from it because mm. I, I tend to see a lot of self help people. So comic books. Mm. Let's recommend a comic book, man. Recommend <laughs> <laughs> um, a comic books as well, man. That's some some of my favorite stuff. Batman. You know anything with bat anything with Batman is always good. Anything with Batman is always good. And you know what I love what I love the most about Batman is the fact that. You know, here, you, whenever people talk about, you know, what's your favorite superhero? Batman all the time. I'm wearing Spider-Man shirt right now, but Batman's always been it. Yeah. And the reason why is because he has no powers. He has no, loved the fact yeah. he has no power. He doesn't, he doesn't need it. And even if, you know, every once in a while, he'll come across something that will give him powers, he doesn't need it. That's you right. Know, what he has, he has integrity, and he has that thing where no matter how hard things get, mm-hmm. he keeps on going. And I think that, you know, if you ask me, you know, what kind of a book, what, what book should should you read? Honestly, the book that probably changed me the most and made me the most what I was when I was younger, I wanted to be a priest in a, the Bible, like literally, as much as cliche as me sound. Mm-hmm. And I don't talk that much about, you know, religion that much in terms of the fact that I tend to have a very secular audience. But the reality is if you're asking me like what books really help me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that was way, it. Man. I live my life according to Bible principles, man. So I understand that, you know what I mean? And I think that's the, that's the pinnacle of it all, man. That's where, you know, if, if people just did that, we'll be living yeah. in a much better world, period. Yeah. You know, at the end yeah. of the day. But it's easy, it's easy to talk about it, mm-hmm. doing it. That's, that's the hard part. That's the hard, hard part. And it's not really that hard. It, it, again, it's a mindset. It's not, it's not. But it, it, the, the thing is that, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna follow a spiritual perspective, just like if you're going to be successful in business, you have to be able to walk that road by yourself. That's you're right. going to look left. You're going to look right. There'll be nobody else there. Everyone else is doing something else. Everyone else is having a good time. And you're walking this, this lonely road, deserted all by yourself. But you're going towards the light. And that's all that matters. And that light will always be there for you. When it gets no brighter. What? That's right. The further you go, the brighter it gets. And that's the right. The brighter man. it gets, the happier you'll be. And everybody around you will see you shining too. And they'll say, wait a minute, that person over there, they're shining. Let me go walk in that direction too. Must be something over there. And that's how it works. That's right, man. So if you had to provide our listeners with some last words of advice, what would those words be? I would say that we live in a world right now where so much of what we see as reality is entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's stuff on social media. It's someone trying to trying to sell you something. It's someone trying to, you know, to, to put themselves a little bit further up. If you want to be successful, if you really want to be successful in anything, be it bodybuilding, be it business, be it family life, you have to be able to stop and move up. You have to be above it. And the only way you're going to be above it is if you're doing the work to improve yourself. Because if you're doing the work to improve yourself, you don't have time for social media. People always ask me, Kevin, did you see this on TikTok? Never seen TikTok. Kevin, you see this on YouTube? I hardly watch YouTube. Kevin, you see this on Instagram? I post on Instagram. I don't have time to look at Instagram. Hey. You got listen, if you want to be doing the kind of work, remember, if you don't have time to work out, that means you shouldn't have time for to even know what's going on on social media. If someone names, you know, a celebrity, you shouldn't even know what they, you shouldn't even know who that person is because you're so focused on taking care of your own stuff. If you want to be successful in anything, it's a lot of work that's required. Mm-hmm. And we look at an Olympic athlete getting ready for the Olympics, and you see just how dedicated they are, and we admire that, how 
myopic they are. They're just going forward, doing what they have to do every single day. Being successful in anything is the same as being an Olympic athlete. You have to be doing so much work. You can't tell what's going on around you. That's you right. gotta be focused on doing what you have to do. And more importantly, you have to be willing to do the work and put the work in. And that work, as hard as it is, not only will it get you where you wanna to get to, but in doing the work, they'll make you a better person. Absolutely, man. Love it, love it, love it. Couldn't have said it better myself. Kevin Richardson, man. We really appreciate you. The legendary Kevin Richardson, man. Thanks so much for having me, man. Really appreciate that. And you know, we Jamel, you know, we go we go we go way back. We yeah. go really way back. I remember when you reached out to me, I was I was so happy because you know, <laughs> you're you're part of the family, man. Part of the fifth avenue Ooh. family. Likewise, brother. Listen, check out Kevin at naturallyintense.net. Also, check the links in the description box so that you can reach out to him. Get started today. This is where it's at. Change your mind, change your body, change your life. At the end of the day, guys, this is what it takes to become successful. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Be sure to like it, subscribe to this channel, click the notification bell, share this podcast as well. If you're listening to this on a podcast networks, make sure that you guys share it. And uh, I really appreciate you guys' support. Let me know what else you want to see. Let Leave a comment in the comment section. Let us know how much you enjoyed this podcast or if you had any other questions. We'll be happy to answer those for you. We'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.